Hey everybody, it's Eduardo Jackson, CEO, founder, <clears throat> creator of the Cinema Draft Game, coming back at you with your weekend recap of some interesting call sheets <clears throat> and also uh, some quick reviews of what I watched this past weekend. Uh, I did go out and see Logan. Logan is the 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 one on top of all of our lips that had a very good weekend. Look at that crazy 99, oh sorry, 92% uh, Rotten Tomatoes score, and yeah, it was it was like that. I, I enjoyed it. It was it's a good time at the movies. So uh, check out Logan if you get a chance. <clears throat> it's uh, people are saying it's probably one of the best superhero movies out, or or in our superhero movie era, it's probably one of the best superhero movies that we've seen. And I would probably I'd come close to agreeing. It's it's a very it's a different type of movie. It's it's part road trip, part bonding movie, you know, definitely an action movie, and it's a hard R. A lot of blood, a lot of uh, cursing, which is great. Loved all of that. And, it, and, yeah, you can see the audience score, 94%, I believe. The Rotten Tomatoes, or sorry, the cinema score was like an A-, minus. so it's just hitting on all cylinders. I expect Logan to have a pretty big hold next weekend. So let's take a look at some of these call sheets and see what people were playing. So, and also, uh, we already do have a new weekend up. Hold on, let's refresh this. Hello, anyone home? See some of the completed ones. Awesome, not working for us. Okay, let's try this then. Uh, come on up. I'm coming. Oh, for goodness sake. All right, we're going to try a new window. Pardon these technical difficulties in here. Something going on with my cash. Bear with us. There we go. All right. <clears throat> so as you can see, we have the new talent pool up. Pops off uh, at 10 p.m. Thursday Pacific time. Theater lock is 6 p.m. Thursday Pacific time. So make sure you check that out. And we'll come back to that in a minute. And let's take a look at some of the, the interesting call sheets from the feature presentation. This week, back-to-back -back champion once again is Kelly. Way to go, Kelly. You know, one of our favorites here on the pod. We love the way her mind thinks. <clears throat> As you know, she's married to Jaybird, one of the OGs back in our spreadsheet days. We were testing the game out pre-website. Uh, she's picked up the game and run with it. Congratulations on the winning call sheet and also call sheet of the week. I do believe her 398.57 is the highest scoring call sheet of the week. And let's take a look at how she did it. Of course, in order to have a shot in this game, you had to have three Logan. So she had the headliner stack of Logan plus the cheapest Logan actor, Doris Morgado. She had, and, and the differentiator here for her. So she had a five pack of a United Kingdom, which I thought was, was pretty, pretty gutsy only because I mean, you had to do a stars and scrub strategy. That's, that's what was going on this week. It was definitely a stars and scrub week because Logan was going to suck up about 60% of your budget, but I thought, I guess I didn't have as much faith in, in a United Kingdom as other people did. Uh, she she stacked five of them, uh, four $5,000 actors plus 
Rosamund Pike, she will squeeze her in for a headliner at 5,400. And those in those four United Kingdoms, uh, uh, non-headliners got her 6.30 points. And then Rosamund Pike, as a headliner, got her 8.82. But what really set her apart was getting, Oli uh, was getting Octavia Spencer as a headliner from The Shack, which got her 22.64 points. With, costing only 9000 in salary. And then her obligatory limited release type category was, uh, a limited release type actor was Rooney Mara from Lion, a headliner, at 5.96 points. So Lion really didn't burn up the box office this weekend, but uh, that this unique combination might just be the optimal call sheet for the week. I'm not sure, given our budget constraints, anyone could have come up with a better one. And as a result, Kelly, you are our call sheet of the week. Congratulations. Uh, just very proud of, of I would say, well, I, I wouldn't say proud. It's not like I trained her or anything, but I was really excited to see, if not through osmosis, at least if they're talking about Cinema Draft up there in, in Canada as a wife to Jaybird. Uh, it's just good to see, you know, a family that plays Cinema Draft together win Cinema Draft together. Runner-up this week, however is friend of the pod, Jay Devlin, where art thou? Trying to get, want to get you on the pod for an hour long. He came in second at just under nine points behind at 389.6 points. And his call sheet had a similar construction as far as he had three Logans. Uh, oh, okay, so he had he had the headliner stack of Hugh, Hugh Jackman and Patrick Stewart from Logan, Elise Neal at 19,100, for Logan, so and and we discussed this a little bit on on the pod, I believe, where that extra hundred he spent, he felt like he could have spent it on on a different actor in order to get a headliner in, um, and then he had a five pack of a United Kingdom, although all were none of them were headliners, and then also Callie Hernandez from La La Land, a non headliner, also for five point nine eight points at seven thousand. And squeezed in the shack. Yeah, the shack, a non-headliner from the shack. So it was the inability to get at least one more headliner out of the remainder of his call sheet that probably cost him a few points. But still, excellent job. $27.50 went to your account. Congratulations, Jay Devlin. Well, well done. Well played, sir. Uh, top three, rounding up the top three would be... Ring Balls! Ring Balls has been steadily climbing up the charts week after week. I'm very excited by the progress Ring Balls has taken uh, as relatively newcomer to the game. Let's take a look at his call sheet. He scored 387.58 points, so just, just a little over two points behind Jay Devlin. And once again, he had the three-pack of Logan, but this time he... He got the best value by getting Doris Morgado with her costing only nineteen thousand. Also, he went with he also went with a five pack of a United Kingdom. This time, able to squeeze out both headliners from a United Kingdom, Rosamund Pike and David Oyelowo. Ooh, nailed it uh, <laughs> from a a United Kingdom. And but it cost him. He wasn't able to get the shack in, so he 
went for Emma Stone in La La Land as a headliner, and then also Samuel Jackson in I Am Not Your Negro. And so a little, little, we're a little conflicted on I Am Not Your Negro because we weren't able to get an accurate screen count update. So I thought I went with 368 screens. Actually, it settled in at 235 screens. So unfortunately, there's no way for us really to know. Uh, and I think you know that screen, the, the drop in screen counts is what sapped it of some of its box office power. I think it only grossed about 472,000 this weekend. So, uh, anyways, this this was good enough for third, and also, tw also eighteen dollars and seventy-five points. Well done, ring balls. Way to pick up the game. Hell, if the way he keeps improving, he might be first next weekend. You never know. Okay, so let's take a look at my call sheet, such as it was. So I came in a meager seventh, and my bold strategy with table 19 blew up in my face. So basically, I had the three-pack the three pack of Logan with the, with the Doris Morgado fashion. I had Samuel L. Jackson from I Am Not Your Negro. I had Emma Stone from La La Land. But... You know, and I tried to save money by doing a five-pack of Table 19 with the headliner stack of Anna Kendrick and Craig Robinson. But it just wasn't meant to be. Table 19, it was limited release on 868 screens. Nobody saw this turkey. It only had $1.5 million-ish in gross for the weekend. So you get what you get. So that bold strategy going heavy on Table 19 instead of, say, a United Kingdom – in my stars and scrub strategy is what ultimately cost your boy. Okay. So, yep, we're just going to lick our wounds on that one and keep it moving. Um, <clears throat> one other interesting call sheet this week. Cornell Westside came in 11th, took a dive this week. Sorry about that. Better luck next week. Uh, who like you know? Let's let's encourage another newcomer. Smart Ash. She had a pretty good week last week. This week's not too bad either. She uh, earned fifteen dollars overall. She had a three pack of Logan with the most popular three pack with Doris Morgado and Patrick Stewart, Hugh Jackman, and the headliners. She had she had the headliner stack of I Am Not Your Negro. She had Rooney Mara from Lion. And she had a four-pack of a United Kingdom with Rosamund Pike as her sole headliner, which is a very solid strategy. If only I Am Not Your Negro had performed better or had been on more screens. So this is, this is actually a strategically sound call sheet, 383.07 points, good enough for sixth. Well done, Smart Ash. Keep plugging away. I'd love to see the improvement. Love to see you winning some money. So we will take let's take a look at what's coming up in the new call sheet. Or sorry, in the new talent pool. So once again, we have a two an overall $235 in our prize pool this week. Oh, we got a couple of early entrants. Awesome. Ring balls. Getting in there early. Yeah, so I just have a placeholder one, but we're adding we're adding a few a few new films to the fold this week. So let's take a look at take a look at uh oh i thought i had this up i guess i didn't so let me bring this up real quick let's take a look at the the call sheet for or not sorry the call the talent pool Ooh, i'm a little out of it this week i don't, I don't know what's going on <clears throat> I, I should be i should be totally over my cold so i can't even blame it on that sadly 
here we go. Let's take a look at this. Let me drag this over. We have three new entrants this week. We have Kong, Skull Island, which should do well at the box office. I'm not sure. It, it might have enough to overtake Logan. I think Logan will hold pretty well. I'm estimating probably a, uh, only a, a, maybe a, a, a 25, 30% drop for Logan. So I think Logan still, still could pull 50 million in the second weekend. So the bar has been set. Kong Skull Island, you have to clear 50 million. Not sure what how much is tracking as, so the pricing of this is probably going to be a little bit softer than you might expect. Bad Renaf Key Dulhania, I'm not sure if I'm saying that right, but yes, for all you like Jay Devlin who know how I love a good Indian movie in this game, Bad Renaf Key Dulhania. It's uh, in, I think it's straight from Bollywood. A lot, a cast of of little-known to American audiences stars. Uh, it's being released on 150 screens and attractive leads. So, yeah, I think it, it might be one to look out for this weekend. And then also Ra, which is a French film. And I think it has something to do with cannibalism. Am I right? Oh, my goodness. I think I'm right. A French film subtitled. Not sure how many screens it's going to be on. I'm classifying it as platform right now because I can't imagine it's going to be on a lot of screens. Uh, a, when a young vegetarian undergoes a carnivorous hazing ritual at vet school, an unbidden taste for meat begins to grow in her. Ew! No! Do not want. So yeah, I can't say steer away from this movie. There's probably, uh, pardon the pun, appetite for this type of movie, but definitely not for you, boy. And it sounds like a lot of reading because I believe it's all in French. Okay, so... So this week, so with the newcomers, Kong, Skull Island, because I, I really think Logan still has a shot to reclaim number one second weekend. I mean, are people really talking about Kong? I mean, it's got great name value as far as a property. People have been doing King Kong movies, you know, since the 30s. But I just, I mean, it, it's got an interesting cast. It looks irreverent and fun. But, I mean, is it going to do 60, 65 million? I don't know. So I priced it appropriately. You've got... Uh, starting at 18,000 with uh, Jason Mitchell, going all the way up to 19,000 for Tom Hiddleston, 18.8 for Brie Larson, actually Academy Award-winning Brie Larson. Yes, she did win an Oscar for was that Short Term 12, Best Supporting Actress, I think. She's she's great. She's awesome. Uh, Bad Bad Renath Ki Dulhania, our Indian import, starts at 5,500. So it's not bargain basements, not rock bottom, because like I said, these type of these, these type of community-focused foreign films, when they focus in on a, on a particular community within the diaspora of Americana, such as the Indian American community, or at, least tar- or at least marketed towards them, they tend to perform pretty well. So even on 150 screens, I like his chances. It's not going to be bargain basement 5,000 per actor. We're starting off at 5,500. Going all the way up to 5,800 for your two headliners. Alia Bhatt and Varun Dawan. There we go. I think I got that right. And then Ra. So if you're looking for bargain basement savings and platform release, it's going to be Ra. You know, I'm guesstimating 300 screens. It's actually pretty high. I don't know why I said 300. Let's go. Oop. No, stay. Oop. What? That was weird. Didn't mean to do that. Hey, you can see our great new... See our great new uh, oh, loss of place. There we go. <clears throat> ah, nope, don't need to see that. Um, wow, I really did legit lose my 
<laughs> That's awesome. Okay. Let me, so while I get my talent pool back, um, oh, another movie I saw this weekend. Uh, what was the movie I saw this weekend? I saw. So I, I saw. I, I saw Logan, which was which is awesome. Oh, I saw Collateral Beauty. I finally got around to seeing Collateral Beauty at home, and it was it was pretty good. I'm actually I feel bad people hate on hated on it for so long. Collateral Beauty was was legit. I really enjoyed it. Um, there we go. Now we're back. Sorry, I clicked on the wrong tab. But yeah, I I would give it three reels. It's got a clever setup, which I won't spoil. Um, and it's kind of had an, an impossible marketing task. And I understand the route they took with it as far as really going for, I'm going to, you know, straight up pull at your heartstrings. Um, I understand why they went that route. Uh, but it's, I enjoy, I enjoyed it. You know, Will Smith, I mean, he was okay in it, but it actually they gave a lot more screen time and it was far more interesting, you know, uh, stories were going on with Kate Winslet and Ed Norton's character. So, and Michael Pena too. Great job, Michael Pena. I, I love that dude. He's notoriously underrated. Anyway, so so we're back. But yeah, that's my little quick little review on Collateral Beauty. Albeit months too late for it to matter. I don't think it made much money at all. It's kind of a crowded Christmas time release. But I enjoy I enjoyed that movie. It was surprisingly clever. Okay, uh, before I fall. We're we're chopping off about four grand each, so it starts at six thousand, all the way up to sixty five hundred for Zoe Deutsch as a headliner. Logan looks like I think Logan. Okay, we I think we took a, we shaved about a thousand dollars off of Logan, so it starts at eighteen thousand for the infamous Doris Morgado and goes up to nineteen five for Hugh Jackman. Table nineteen, it's stuck in the basement. You know, it starts five thousand all the way up to fifty five hundred for Anna Kendrick. The Shack, I believe. Actually, I think we increased the the salaries by a thousand each because it did. It came out the box. It had like was it uh, over sixteen million? Uh, so pretty strong showing for a faith based film. Uh, also, Get Out. Uh, so this so usually historically. Horror films tend to have severe drops to the box office in their second weekend. So, uh, or in the, actually in the third weekend. So, just going off that trend. I mean, get. I mean, get out. Look at that hold. That's an amazing hold. It only dropped fifteen percent. It had twenty-eight million at second weekend. That is. That's ridiculous. That's great work. Good job. Get out. Uh, I. I mean, and and let's just and let's face it. The word is out. I mean, people love this movie. I mean, it's more than just a horror movie. It, it, I mean, it's kind of like a, I wouldn't say social commentary per se, but does tackle a very real issue for us black folk, <laughs> being that black dot on in a sea of whiteness, whatever. And also just kind of the social expectations that kind of come with that. And it just kind of really got a conversation going. Matter of fact, and Get Out was the second highest gro grossing movie of the week, uh, beating the other newcomers except for Logan, 28 point two four million and basically you know i mean it's it's inspired a bunch of stuff on social media the get out challenge was trending on twitter which i thought was awesome all these little vine well i'm not sure vines anymore but little quick, quick videos of people running straight ahead like dude you see in the commercial coming at you all psycho crazy like then veering off at the last second everyone was doing their own get out challenge <laughs> or posting uh their own you know uh, dark specks and seas of whiteness, like a uh, like this one uh, brother, a bunch of like pink wearing fraternity bros, white dudes. Uh, it's really funny. People having a lot of fun with the premise and stuff. A lot, a lot of people s uh, fixing 
social commentary to get out and stuff. And it's just really kind of caught the zeitgeist as, as our boy, uh, the WBW, our chocolate cardinal, uh, uh, KG would say, Kevin Garnett. So yeah, so get out. I mean, I think it's going to hold okay, but because Logan's going to do well in the second weekend, freaking uh, King Kong's going to make a splash if not first, second for the weekend. Uh, I, I think get out is going to is going to pale in comparison. So we're going to give you some savings this week. We're we're dropping get out by about looks like looks like we dropped it by about four four grand. So it starts at twelve thousand, goes up to thirteen thousand for Allison Williams, the much maligned and you know, well-deserved, hated upon Marnie on Girls. Love Girls. Fascinating season so far. And Marnie's as self-absorbed as ever, but I digress. Hashtag cultural cul-de-sac. Uh, fist fight. We're dropping it almost to the basement. Starts at 5,500. Goes up to 7,500 for headliner Ice Cube. Great wall. Has pretty much gotten as much money as he's going to get. We estimate it's going to drop into limited release next week. And uh, starting at 6,000, going up to 7,500 for Matt Damon. Uh, a United Kingdom is unchanged at 5,000, going up to 5,800 for David Oyelowo. Uh, 50 Shades Darker dropped all the way down to 6,500 for Robin Lee, all the way up to 7,700 for both Jamie Dornan and Dakota Johnson. John Wick got a price cut, 6,500. Thomas Sadowski going up to eight grand for Keanu Reeves. Lego Batman has been dropped considerably, but you know what? Lego Batman still making is still cashing in checks. Made eleven point seven million on thirty six hundred screens last weekend. So uh, we dropped it down to ten thousand five hundred, all the way up to eleven thousand two hundred for headliner Will Arnett. Uh, I am not your Negro. Uh, this might probably this. This might could. This might probably be the last weekend for us with I Am Not Your Negro. It seems to be running out of steam as they're starting to slash theaters it's in. Uh, estimating 150 screens could be less. Uh, starts at 6,000, goes up to 6,400 for my man, James Baldwin. Split is losing steam, 5,800, up to 7,300 for James McAvoy. Hidden Figures, 6,500, all the way up to 7,500 for Taraji P. Henson as your headliner. Uh, La La Land, 6,500, up to 7,300 for Emma Stone. Lion Remains Unchanged, 5,800, up to 6,600. And Moonlight, where actually, I mean, even though it did, it had a pretty good weekend considering it was re-released. Well, well, I wasn't say re-released, but expanded its release. 1,500 screens last week. I imagine that won't stain. Estimate 364 screen drop to 1,200. Starts at 6,000 for Jarrell Jerome, all the way up to Oscar-winning Mahershala Ali at 6,600. So that is your recap and your box office preview for all, all of you. Thanks so much for playing the Cinema Draft game. We appreciate it. Tell all your friends. Uh, go to cinemadraft.co, that is cinemadraft.co, to sign up uh, for our beta or sign in. Follow us on social media. We're on everything from Facebook all the way through Medium, which is our corporate blog, where you can also find out fun features like the call sheet of the week or the tournament results from this week or see our podcast posted for your convenience all in one place, as well as the occasional movie review and also previews and other goodies to enhance your sweat. 
and we just really appreciate your support. Tell everybody, subscribe on iTunes, rate us on iTunes, or wherever you get your podcast from. And this week, while you're waiting, uh, oh, also uh, giving, a, giving you our podcast schedule, once again, we should have our hour-long podcast. We may have a guest. We may not. It might just be me going off the top of my dome. Or I could be talking to Draft Mom. I don't know. We're a little unpredictable this week. Next week, I do believe we should have the tripod in, so you can look forward to that. And we'll be I'll make a more concerted effort in bringing in guests or interesting material for our hour-longs moving forward. But thanks, everybody, for playing the game, telling your friends, staying engaged. I appreciate all of your support. Keep spreading the word. Let's start filling these suckers up so I can give you guys even more money. And this week, until we speak again, you know what to do. You know what I like saying. You know what I you know what I what one of my favorite pastimes is and what I think everyone should do. Go see a movie or something.